Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th and remember, we all flourish with joy. with Annie and Ando on Joy 94.9. Just gone 6 o'clock on your Wednesday morning, 15 degrees and a forecast top of 26 for Melbourne. Good morning, Annie Louie. Oh, that sounds like a delightful day. Oh, it's 26 is my favourite number for weather. Is it? Yeah. Is not the, too hot, not too cold. Do the weather numbers, the temperature numbers in Chinese culture, are they bad luck and good luck too? Like, no, no one You're cares. quite number focused, I've noticed. Like, <laughs> Am I? Numerology? Not you personally, but you you often, you've said to me, like, don't turn up with one piece of fruit or yeah, seven, four that's, pieces of fruit. That's, that's bad luck. Yeah. So weather's okay. Weather's all right. <laughs> now I'm looking at you like you're some kind of freak. I'm like, hmm? <laughs> if I recorded how you look at me every single morning. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I think I've been, sometimes I'm really, I've got a look. I've got like, I don't know, resting mean face. That's, if there's a scale and resting female dog faces in the middle, yeah. it, I've never heard the extra one. Resting mean face. Yeah, that's it's not worse quite than. bitch. It's just like, sometimes like judgment. It's like that woman from the meme who's like, huh? Like with the twisted hand. Like really hard. Like how do you describe, you know that one? It's like from no. a fast food <laughs> restaurant or something. Like, huh? huh? <laughs> I've, I've relate to that. I have a thinking face and my thinking face does not look happy. Oh. I'm like... God, you're not a happy thinker. But you're thinking all the time. No, but I don't want to use my smile muscles. All that energy is going to the little cells in my brain to try and actually make sense of what you've just... (laughs) The one brain cell bouncing around. (laughs) Do we even have time to talk about the topic anymore? What are we talking about today? (laughs) It is St. Patrick's Day today. Oh, That sounded a very Irish R. That's pirate. We can't win. I, and it's not good to do accents all the time. In comedy, you can a little bit, can't yeah, you? A little bit. It's on its way out, probably, unless you're Russell Peters. And I've never heard him do an Irish one. Oh. I'm sure he'd be good at it, though. So to all our Irish listeners in Australia and around the world, a very, very... Oh, I was say Merry Christmas. <laughs> Far out. We're to put our um, thinking caps on. We wish you a wonderful and happy and celebratory St. Patrick's Day. Do you know when it started? Uh, like this morning at midnight? No, the history. I want to find out the history of St. Patrick's Day. Stick yep. around. Oh, it's St. Patrick's Day, so we thought we'd have a little bit of celebration in here, Annie Louie. Why not? We'll celebrate anything. It's a bit of a period before Easter, so when can we next have a holiday? Can you pass me my pint of non-alcoholic Guinness, please? Here you go. <laughs> Does it still make your uh, poop a bit, uh, you know, extra? Oh, if it's non-alcoholic? I didn't know that it's uh, extra. I yeah. know it's good for... There's something about breast milk and... Guinness or, st- or stout. Ah, uh, it's as good as breast milk. Is that what it is? No, it's it's it helps. Something. Oh. I'm not a doctor. I know. Shock horror. <laughs> hey, when I think of Ireland and music and and energy, this song always comes to mind for me. Oh. I just want to dance. This is triggering for me. My housemate plays this all the time. Oh, really? Yeah, right above me. <laughs> and it rings through the house. But it's Scottish. It's a Scottish bagpipe song. Oh. <laughs> you didn't know. 
This is news oh, to you. You've been thinking this whole time. You're celebrating Irish culture, and you have no idea what you're talking about. I even popped it on in the car on the way here this morning, and I was having a because there's no words, so I'm like, just come to my place. It rings down the street. You get a free show. Do you know what it's called? Nah. Scotland the Brave. And uh, you, know, you know what my heritage title. is? What is it? Yeah, aren't Scottish. You Scottish? <laughs> Look at you. You're just Crikey. like crushing I'm, all the other cultures I'm around so you. All right, let's try another. Let's. I'll try another song for Ireland. All right. Yep. Oh. <laughs> is this um? It's got Brian McFadden in it. Mm, I don't no. know. No, it's you. It's got oh, Bono it's, in oh, it. Oh, is it? It's you too. Oh, you too, of course. You and me, you too. Oh, boy. They're Irish or Bono. I had no idea. Bono, Bono. Bono, it's Bono. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I should have my own music show. Your Bono, shall we? <laughs> this is a, I do love this song. It's yeah. beautiful. It's a beautiful day. It and is. it is a beautiful day. St. Patrick's True. Day. Wow, nice segue. Very, very good. Back to the bagpipes. Yeah. Because even though... My housemate's doing two shows today, though, for... St. Um, Patrick's Day. So you're not wrong. They kind of flip between... They share a lot of different cultural elements. So he says the Irish pipes are very similar to the Scottish bagpipes. So in lieu of finding some Irish pipers, which must be a very small community around the world, he's been asked to perform at two pubs. Oh, wow. So, And I wonder if he's going to bring out Scotland the Brave. He probably will. Because yeah, everyone wants to hear it, I'm sure. Yeah, I reckon they do. Everyone wants to hear it. <laughs> Stop my skin. It's tingling from... I don't think I'll ever be able to get away from this, like, for the rest of my life. If I hear it, I'm... I'll, I think my heart will skip a beat. Um, can I call for clarification on something, please? I feel like I'm being called to testify, but yeah. yes. And Your if, Honour? If I had digital equipment in here, I'd go... And play it back to you. You said just before, my flatmate plays his bagpipes on top of me. Yeah. Please explain. <laughs> So we have a two-story house. Oh, I had this image of some man standing. You're laying down on your bed, and he's standing over you with this of sort of dominant bag. Dirty. No, with clothes on. With he's got his bagpipe and he's killed. This is how I like to relax. Like I'm there in a meditation state, and somebody's playing bagpipes near me. Do the Irish wear kilts? Yes, they do. So they full garb. Oh, I have to kilt. get dressed up. The military culture comes strongly through. Mm. All of this. Have you ever been to the uh, tattoo, the military tattoo in Scotland? No. I know we're talking about Ireland, but... Oh, <laughs> gosh. This is, is going to be the Scottish show. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't. It's, man, it's grand. I've never done Scotland, Ireland, Wales. Like, I would no like way. to do that proper. I've done the UK or, or London. Go back of. to find your roots. I should, actually. Yeah. If you think you're related to Ando, text us in. 0427 <laughs> Cracking you up at the crack of dawn. It's Annie and Ando on Joy 94.9. We're all about St. Patrick's Day today. We are. Let's go to the history books. Okay. Because I didn't understand what it's all about. What's the backstory? I thought it was about lots of special lemonades and standing, (laughs) dressing in green and... and Yeah, that's what it's turned into. A lot of um, clovers and things. So St. Patrick's Day is celebrated annually on March 17th, the anniversary of St. Patrick's death in the 5th century. So... Real guy, because a saint. On St. Patrick's Day, which falls during the Christian season of Lent, Irish families would traditionally attend church in the morning and then celebrate in the afternoon. Lenten prohibitions against the consumption of meat were waived and people would dance, drink and feast on the traditional meal of Irish bacon and cabbage. Bacon (laughs) Mm, and cabbage. Well, Brussels sprouts and bacon baked in the oven is quite delicious. Mm, I like to do it with a pancetta. Oh, fancy. You had to... 
just one up me, didn't you? No, I just <laughs> depends on what country you're in because bacon. Some the UK bacon is a little bit thin. It just looks at a fry pan and it burns. Oh, I see. So you can cube it. Um, thinking about so it's I it's shifted from religion though. It's not as religious these days, or you don't have to be religious or follow that faith yeah, to sure. celebrate St Patrick's Day. I don't Day. know much about Lent. Do you? I know. I've I've got a Greek mate who's who does Lent, and it's about starving yourself, not <laughs> eating, or, or, or withholding certain foods. Yeah, that's pretty common things. in a lot of in a lot of religions. religions. I'm pretty go- lucky Buddhism doesn't have a lot of fasting. No fasting. Yeah, there's vegetarian tell. days, but yeah, <laughs> yeah vego days. Yeah, vego days. Like a temporary vego. Yeah, yeah. But then you're allowed to eat again at night time. You're allowed to have a meat feast. You really only have to wait twelve hours. <laughs> Goodness. Um, there's a move. There's a, there's a view that when a particularly like the religious side of St Patrick's Day, when the Irish started immigrating into the United States of America, um, the Americans kind of popularised it. So you can imagine how it went. You're Irish and you go, yes, well, this is St Patrick's Day and we do this. And suddenly I'm your neighbour and I go, what do you mean St Patrick's Day? We need to, we need fireworks, green fireworks. We need more, to make this big, more. more, 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 bigger, bigger, bigger. Yeah, on steroids. On steroids. And next to the poor flabbergasted Irish person standing in there front yard while this giant tornado of yeah. fireworks going <laughs> no, on. No, that's not what I meant. <laughs> like, more leprechauns! We need more! <laughs> Can you say leprechauns? What is it uh, with I the leprechauns? I need to I don't research some that. of that too. But I've had people tell me that they think that's cultural appropriation of Irish culture. Overuse really? of the leprechauns and the shamrock, which is the four-leafed clover. Because apparently mm-hmm. St. Patrick used the three-leaf clover to explain religion, like the mythology goes. So, um, oh. what is it, the three... I'm, th- I'm really bad at no, um, Christian things. Earth, but- wind and fire? <laughs> I, d- I don't yeah. know any. Pff, Mr. Non- yeah, so, he used it to describe earth, wind and fire. fire and everyone using- was like, wow, what a smart dude. And so, like, the clover thing took off. And then if you found a four-leaf clover, mm. it was good luck. Yes. Yeah. But people are getting upset because we're overusing the clover. Is that what they're <laughs> overusing saying? the clover. Well, the whole thing, how it's taken off and people start using it to drink and be merry and be trashed in the streets, that that's cultural appropri- appropriation thoughts. <sighs> I like a cele- I like I like cultural celebration. So whether it's Chinese New Year, whether it's St. Patrick's Day, when I know someone in that culture that actually I learn something and I get to try different mm, foods. So you're about cultural appreciation. Yes, mm. or, or celebration. Yeah. You know, there's an argument in – there's a scale of diversity, right, that moves through positive uh, – negative behaviours into positive. And a lot of people think tolerance in this scale is positive. And it's better than hate, but it's tolerance is really power-driven. Yeah. You know, I tolerate you. Oh, up yeah. the top of this scale is celebration. Yeah. So there's love, there's nurturance, and up the top, celebration. So to celebrate a culture or someone's differences to yourself. Yeah. Well, is- if they, we didn't celebrate at all and, or acknowledge the day, we wouldn't actually understand what it was. Like, I wouldn't know. So I'm glad St. Patrick's Day is out there because it forced me to do research. Oh, wow. We want to know. What's your favourite fun Irish fact? Or f- just Irish fact. You can text us on 0427 569 949 or you can slide into our DMs on Instagram. Annie and Ando, 14 degrees, top of 26 for Melbourne, currently 11 degrees in Dublin, Ireland. Is it? It is, Annie Lily. It's quite warm for them. It's, it must be their summer. Or no, warmer. It, we came out of summer, so it's oh, not yeah, possible. Oh, yeah, it's not. It's 11 degrees. Yeah, Maybe it's, it's peaking. springtime. What time yeah. is it in Dublin? No idea. No idea. But, but we do have a message in. It's time to read a message. 
and uh, it's trying to explain what I was... They do a better job of what I was trying to say. So St. Patrick's Day, part mm. of the tradition is a clover. Why is a clover important? Apparently St. Patrick used it to explain um, three things in the Bible, like religious elements and I couldn't think of it and you said earth wind and fire which it is not we're being Mm. educated now it's the holy trinity of course so the father the son and the holy spirit holy trinity father son spirit and when you saw that come up on the screen you were like but that's four Four. elements and I'm like no "No, the holy trinity is the title (laughs) so you don't know anything about it either all our faith-based listeners are rolling over in their beds with whatever they've got symbolising their faith, about to pitch it at me, I think. Yeah. No, they would actually forgive me for being so naive <laughs> would, when it comes would. to faith. I'm probably glad that we have other people to educate us. I love oh, constantly learning. It's very masculine. What is? Father, son. Oh, well, the Holy Spirit's not. That could be That could be. That's gender <laughs> But two of the three are gendered. Yeah, well, if you didn't know, religion is a little bit gendered. See, that's times. probably why, as a child, I knew it and just didn't want to get into it. Okay, smart. <laughs> Let's talk about America again, because you mentioned how they take things and they make it grand. Yeah, when the Irish overbought. When the Irish started immigrating there years and years and years ago and educated Americans about St. Patrick's Day, the Americans, I think, latched onto it and said, let's do something big. Just blew all the Irish people away yes. going, oh, that's not really what it's all about. Chicago mm. dyes their river green every single year and it started in 1962 when city pollution workers used to put dyes in to trace illegal sewage discharges. So they were trying to track like who was doing crime in the city, like who's, where are the drugs coming from? And they realise, oh, the same dye can make it green. And they start putting it in <laughs> every mean. year. Uh, it was 100 pounds of green veggie dye and it kept it green for a week. But then they were like, oh, this is a bit much. So now they only use 40 pounds and the river turns green for just a few hours. But that's a great that's example of when they so took it too far. They took it too far. Let's like, first of all... You know, what's your fish like the following month? Yeah. Yeah, it's a little green. You know, food dye just gets everywhere. I hate oh, food man. dye. Yeah. One drip and it's it's got a thing of like, and I get the 100 pounds and then 40 pounds because you do one drip of red food dye and you got, mm, it's kind of pink, but it's a bit pale. Two drips, mm, still a bit pink. Three drip, bang, two red. Two red, yeah. There's nothing in between <laughs> yes, with food dye. But a week is a bit too long. That's like when you, it's January or February and you still got your Christmas tree up. It's like you, you, visitors to the city are like, why is the river green? And they're like, St. Patrick's Day. And they're like, that was seven days ago. <laughs> if it was Australia, because I think our um, our Irish or our introduction to St. Patrick's Day was actually uproar in the 1700s with convicts yeah. celebrating it and then it turned into a more civil mm. party. But we tend to get on the lemonades. Yeah. <laughs> and I think our river should be seven days because it'll take seven days for the headache to go away. Ah, uh, gotcha. I'm like, yeah. just make the Yarra green. That would improve it, it a lot. It already is. <laughs> no, it's, it's brown. A, it's not brown. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's like chocolate milk. Oh. Yeah. I do want to talk to you after this mm. about river dance oh, while we're on the topic of rivers. Irish dancing? I think it is. Yeah, annually. I've got a friend. We could have gotten her on the show. Who? Her and her twin already interesting to look at, participated in Irish dancing and were champions nationally. No way! Yeah, oh, let's try and wake her up. Speaking of waking up, we should wake up Joy's own newsreader, Judy Kelly, yes. and say Happy St. Patrick's happy Day. Saint, happy St. Patrick's Day, Judy Kelly. It's St. Patrick's Day today, the 17th of March, and we are celebrating all things Irish. 
well, mm. most things Irish. I got, a, it, I got a bit more wrong. More than we thought. I got a little bit wrong because I actually thought this song was Irish. But They're clearly Scottish bagpipes. I have no idea how you got your lines. I am going mixed. to find a song that is using Irish bagpipes. Yeah. And I would let's love to see hear. I've never hear heard the, the sound of an Irish pipe. Is, oh, I reckon they'd be similar. Mm. They'd be very similar. Um, what I did find for you, Annie Louie, and I don't know how well you know this, but um, let me just start the track on it. When you hear this, what do you think? Sounds like drums. Yeah. Oh, get ready for it. Good beat. Oh, hello. Tap dancing? Yeah, a bit of tap. <laughs> Michael Flatley. River dance is oh, what it is. Love it. Have you ever river danced? Never. But you used to do a little bit of tap as a young little boy. Yeah, it's like five years old, Annie. Would you say it seems similar when you look and hear that? Not all river dancers tapping, I don't think. Yeah. Um, but it's that line work where they're all in a line and they're jigging. Right. Is it jigging? <laughs> I don't know. I just Googled. Don't Apparently you can learn how to river dance in two weeks. No sweat. That's I, a lot of time. Solid two weeks. That's like dancing with the stars type of training. I don't have that commitment. If we had planned this better, we could have two weeks ago started da- daily have. lessons because I know you've got no nothing to do during the day. Yeah. You'd just go, sure, Ando, yeah. let's spend three hours with... And I would have wrote my friends in because from what... They used to perform at school assembly sometimes mm-hmm. in the full garb. No. So, yeah, these twins, they'd put on these giant black wigs, which I never understood. So I've gone and done some research as well. So don't worry, I'll educate you. Um, And they would have these colourful costumes and the shoes and they'd have the stockings and like like making their legs brown. And they just, the two of them, mesmerising to watch, would tap their little hearts out. (laughs) But it's kind of like if you put them in a swimming pool with a cup of cold power, they add it yeah, like it's a yeah. real jiggy, jiggy, True. jiggy up and down, up and down. You want a good sports bra and they're like <laughs> swinging each other around. Do you remember Sharon Strezlecki doing it in one of the episodes? No. Kath and Kim? You need to Google Sharon Strezlecki river dancing. Her and Kath, Kath Kim Day Night or Kath whatever day night yeah. is, is river dancing at a pub in That's South amazing. Melbourne. That's uh, amazing. I would love to see that. Um, but the history behind the wigs is mm. just that back in the 60s, somebody decided that they – loved the ringlet look and it took off. So girls would have their natural hair in ringlets, but it meant they'd have to sleep in curlers and it was very uncomfortable. So in the 80s, somebody suggested just having a a wig wig. and it took off after that. And now all the extra stuff that seems to come with a lot of dance sports, like the fake tan and the snazzy um, glittery costumes and stuff is now part of it. Well, see, what about the males' costumes? Like I, I think they get I, into the spray tan too now. I think Mike. I think always think of Michael Flatley, which was kind of the black trowel with a flouncy white shirt, sort of oh. bouffanty shirt. I don't know. Flouncy is probably the right word. Yeah. And um, but yeah, I don't know. The, some of the colourful dresses on the women is stunning. I think the men too. Look at this uh, matching oh. yellow suit and. Oh, no, that's just bad taste. <laughs> She's showing me a picture of this. Oh. It's a girl. I don't know why they're all. They they match a little girl with a. An older man, adult man, just for photos and things to show like the variety of the competition. Oh. So, not that they dance together because the girls just dance with the girls. I'm pretty sure. Mm, here we go. Yeah, we go <laughs> a bit <for> more <laughs> dum, soundtrack. Dum, dum. And so you kind of tap away. Michael Flatley was very much about his own self rather than the people in the line. Like, is there a boss in the line of the, you know, when you've got your arms on each other's shoulders and you're doing the jig, the river dance? No, I think they switch. I think it's quite equal, which is a nice nice. thing, isn't it? It's unusual these days. Yeah. I wonder what happens when they're wildly varying heights, though. 
Oh, imagine. Yeah. I never thought of that. Good thing you're you... tall when we go for our lessons. <laughs> yeah, because you yeah, you've got your shoulders around each other. You've got somebody who's like six foot. It'd oh. look a bit odd, wouldn't it? It would look really odd. <laughs> oh, can you find me find me a video that we can share with our listeners on uneven river dancing? No, I'm busy trying to find um, Kath and Kim vids. <laughs> Text us on 0427 569 949. Fun Irish facts for St. Patrick's Day. Cock-a-doodle-doo. It's Hattie and Ando every morning on Joy. Celebrating St. Patrick's Day today. Happy St. Patty's Day to everybody out there. I love all things potatoes, so can we go there? Are potatoes Scottish or Irish? I think they're everywhere. They are so easy to grow. They're kind of part of every culture, but stereotypically Irish. So I've done my research and we were talking how... St. Patrick's Day celebrated in the US of A um, with the Green Rivers and everything else. So, of course, Oprah Magazine has the top best foods for St. Patrick's Day. So, I've gone to an unreliable when it comes to their not. I don't think think Oprah's source for all things. Just because she she lives near Harry and Megas, I don't know that Oprah is of Irish heritage, Uh but I don't want to make any assumptions. Number one, and you mentioned it before, bacon and cabbage. Mm, Yummy. Is that really... One of their biggest foods. Yes. Goodness. Smoked pork loin similar to Canadian bacon was the most ubiquitous meat on the table in Ireland. Um, (laughs) You know why? Why? It was cheap. Bacon? (laughs) Yeah. Oh. It It was much better than doing a leg of lamb or... Oh, yeah, that's fair. A topside roast. Yeah. Number two, Irish soda bread. We we need to go back to our dough-making days. No, those are way behind me. Way behind Left you. them in my rear vision mirror. So you add the carbonated water to add the like make it rise. Soda baking soda. Oh not soda. Actually. Oh, I so, thought it you was, thought soda water. Yeah, like, like you know how you, you told me to add a bit of what sparkling to my scones. Oh, a can of lemonade. To a your can scones. of lemonade. That's yep, right. To your scones yep, to make yep. them all I thought it was something like that. You don't use yeast in soda bread. So the buttermilk and the baking soda is what reacts ah, and creates a leavening. Smart. Is it leavening? Leavening is. is actually the, ri- the rise fat, the reaction, the chemical, yeah. the yeast going on. I well, think I've done, yeah, that's like a pancake, yeah. isn't it? And I had to look up Shrove Tuesday as well. I'm like, isn't that related to Irish culture too? And it is. Is it? Because they had to get rid of, again, religious holiday, they had to get rid of all their eggs and other things that they couldn't eat For Lent. during Lent. Yeah. So, let's so they'd, everybody get round, eat these pancakes. Number three, Irish stew. Stew. What so, do they put in it? Well, it's Is it more bacon. It's flexible. Yeah. Yeah. It's mutton, onions, carrots, celery, potatoes. <laughs> um, you can do it with beef or chicken, but that sounds yummy as. That'd be a great hearty winter meal. And this is where I think Oprah, in a magazine or in a blog on best foods for St Patrick's Day, kind of loses me. Number four, Irish coffee. Irish coffee. <laughs> That makes me think it's alcoholic, isn't it? It is, absolutely. It It has whiskey. It's coffee with a whiskey in it and Uh, normally (laughs) jam-packed with fake cream on top. Um, And then the last one for you, Annie Louie, at number five, corned beef and cabbage. Mm, Sounds like it comes from a can. I don't like corned beef. Silverside is another word for corned beef. Uh, Have I had it? I would have, yeah. It would have been in the pantry, my dad's wartime pantry food. I've, I don't know that it's necessarily tinned. It's normally it's only way I know it. and it's okay. brined oh, and yeah. I think you cook it in vinegar and some peppercorns. Yeah. And, and it, it's just overdone in my world. So which one's your favourite out of that list? Out of that list, I reckon the soda bread. Oh, soda bread. I love a good mm. bit of bread. Because you can put anything on it, right? It just serves as bread. It could be savoury or sweet. Oh, yummy butter mm. or some olive oil, balsamic vinegar. I'm not sure if they had all these things back in a 
famine. Back oh, don't. <laughs> poor Island. No, not poor Island. It's, today is the day of celebrating. Yeah. Uh, we've touched on Riverdance, and I think during that last track, Annie Louie thought she'd check out Sharon Street yes. from Kath and Kim doing the Riverdance. Magda performed at the 2004 Comedy Festival Gala, and it only lasts for 54 seconds, but they've gotten about 15 to 20 dancers on stage. What Just a you, funny little segue. No words. Want to follow along and have, check it out? What do we search for? I'll search for Sharon, Kath, and Kim Irish dancing, and then after <laughs> that top result, you'll find uh, the ten-minute segment from the show, the oh. original, which you say they fall over a bit, which is why it's funnier. Funnier though. Um, your advice that you said before about river dancing—you need a really good sports bra. Yeah. I don't know that Sharon Streslicky <laughs> had one there. She she would because be she's always playing netball. You've got to have one. <laughs> Very bouncy, Annie Louie. Happy St. Pat's. Up early with Annie and Ando. You can even listen in bed on Joy from 6am. Don't have to be in bed, though. You can be up. You can be out. You could be in the kitchen like Andy probably is, cooking up a storm. Very true. And uh, we're talking St. Patrick's Day today. And uh, there's some facts out there. I don't know much about, you know, can you touch on Ireland without mentioning that they have a big rift between the North cultures and South. That and, yeah, the Protestant and Catholic Irish cultures, because I don't know much about this at all. Do you? No. Well, I remember growing up as a kid uh, getting quite scared. Like, I would have been probably around six years old because um, that's when in the in London there was a lot of uh, IRA bombings ah. and terrorism that was pretty horrific. Yep. Um, and it was mass destruct, like it was, you know, train stations or a bus was blown up. And it was, yeah, it was really scary, but you just don't hear about that like back then. Yeah. And I didn't know a lot of different things about their language either. Like they've got two official languages, English and Irish, but the Irish language is considered to be Celtic. So I, was, oh, I never think, I never Celtic. put the two together. I thought Celtic was like, there's some region called Celt out no, there, like some a country. Some people say Celtic. Celtic. The Celtic Club. Oh, yeah, that the sounds Celtic. okay too. Yeah. Is it, I don't know if it's a tomato, tomato, or there's probably actually a real way of saying it. I say Celtic. Yeah. Have you heard much of their music? There's a, like a big genre of Celtic music. Oh, it's, it's speci- I thought you were going to say like, um, what's that woman that sang Zombie? Yeah, that She's too. Irish. Yeah. Zombie. Yeah. Uh, Sinead nah, O'Connor, nothing oh, compares yeah, to yeah, you. Right. You too? No, that's not traditional the Celtic Dubliners? music. No? No, it's like a lot more folky than uh, that. Oh. They've even got, they've got like subsections now too, like Celtic Screamo. There's like... Like Scromo, but Screamo. <laughs> yeah. Celtic Pop. There's just everything. No, I... I'm, For such a small country, like they've really made it big. I might jump onto my streaming service and play a Celtic playlist today for all my Irish loved ones out yeah, there. Yeah, and to wipe the Scottish bagpipes from your brain. From my brain, <laughs> that it's not... Or, or I might actually do a bit more research and be texting you all afternoon with what no, Irish bagpipes Can I opt actually. out? <laughs> I'm just going <laughs> to reply in caps, opt out! <laughs> Is that what you do if you don't want to be involved? <laughs> I think it's a great idea. We should allow this. <laughs> yeah. Terminate a friendship. I never signed up for this. It's like WhatsApp groups. You end up with so many different groups and some like start with a family of 20 people and they're all on the WhatsApp group, then suddenly they go, oh, the two sister-in-laws, they've started their own oh. little one with three people and four. And, so, and it just gets so do hard to Do you think manage. that you're part of all of them or do you reckon there are some that are hidden from you? I don't want to be part yeah. of them. You know when you forget to turn your settings up and all the pictures get saved to your camera roll and you're no. flicking through? 
that's like the default for some reason is that it will save to your camera. So if you flick through, I'm like, whose memes are these? I'm like, oh, it came from the group chat. The family group yeah. chat on WhatsApp. Yeah. That's horrific, Annie Louie. <laughs> I um, do want to wish everyone a wonderful, wonderful St. Patrick's Day. If you're partying, party carefully and safe. Um, remember to wear – is wearing green being offensive to the Irish? No, or is it- I think you can do it. Respectfully, yeah. yeah. I mean, I did go to it. Why is it? I think they must have a big population in Chicago because it's come up a few times this show already. But the last time I went to Chicago, there was a like a three or four story bar there and they'd always change the themes according to uh, the days of the year. Mm. And this one was completely covered every single floor. I'm like, there are so many pieces of plastic here. Of what? Like of, green? They went, yeah, green, everything. Like giant, just anything Irish, yeah, shamrocks everywhere, streamers and uh, yeah, beads from the ceiling in all green colours. Oh, we had lunch at the Shamrock Hotel in Bendigo for Mother's Day in 87. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you wow. stick around for the Iconic. Murphys. We are back with you tomorrow. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy. 